0: Welcome to the Worry Tree podcast. I'm Louise. I'm the host of the Worry Tree podcast and also the founder of Worry Tree, our app helping people with worry and anxiety based on cognitive behavioural therapy techniques. I'm really excited today to be chatting to Joanna Kippax. Um, jo is a friend of mine and also the founder and director of Why Sleep and the Sleep Retreat. Jo's a certified sleep practitioner, completing her training at Oxford University, Southampton University and also with the Children's Sleep Charity in Sheffield. She was also awarded the Elsie Pierce Bursary from the Middlesex Hospital Nurses Benevolent Fund and during her career spanning over 34 years, Jo's seen the negative impact and frustration that insomnia can bring. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello Jo and welcome to our podcast. It's lovely to have you with us today. Thank you so much for this invitation. It's very exciting. Excellent. Do you want to just firstly do a quick introduction of who you are and what you do for our listeners? Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, my name's Joanna Kippax.
1: I am a sleep practitioner and nurse prescriber. And um, I've been in the NHS doing work since 1983, so a very long time, so we'll gloss (laughs) over that very quickly. Um, And left in 2017 to focus just completely on sleep. And so I founded Why sleep and that is an independent sleep health service. And I see clients on a one-to-one basis for treatment of insomnia. And I also host the sleep retreat, which is a weekend away of insomnia treatment. So they're my two main projects, but I also do
0: workshops for corporate sort of clients as well. So yeah, a bit of everything really, anything to do with sleep. Amazing. Thank you, Joe. And we'll talk a little bit more about how to get in contact with Why Sleep and sure. the Sleep Retreat at the end as well. Lovely. Um, obviously, we're focusing a little on anxiety and worry because it's the Worry Tree podcast. Indeed. But first of all, to sort of set the scene, do you want to talk about why sleep is so important mm. generally? Mm. Oh,
1: absolutely. And this is actually where my interest started, which is why one of the reasons why it's called Why Sleep plus we live near the river. Why? Um, but sleep is fundamental to our health. It's uh, We need it for physical health, we need it for emotional health. We spend 30% of our lives asleep, mm-hmm. um, and it has a really, really profound impact on every single aspect of our health. Um, it's pretty much like if you imagine every single cell in the body has got a little body clock, and if you imagine, if you know anything about rowing, if you have a cox mm-hmm. at, the, at the front of the rowing boat, mm-hmm. all of those rowers need to row in sync, don't they, all together. Yeah. And the sleep is just like the cox. It keeps all, everything all just sort of all in synchrony, and if everything is all sort of synchronised, then the body works so much better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a whole list of um things I can go into if you want but (laughs) yeah it's that there's so many
0: every single system in your body is impacted by sleep kind of led by that sleep and so if um sleep kind of goes off course yeah then that can impact on just every every single thing absolutely absolutely and
1: uh, you know we we all know don't we I mean and it's really important actually to say that it is completely normal To have a few bad nights of sleep Mm. Um, you know because often what happens is people get a few bad nights and think oh my goodness I'm not gonna sleep tonight oh gosh here we go and that will set off a sort of a whole run of of insomnia but actually you know when you're stressed or when you're worried about anything it is completely normal not to sleep and so that's really important to keep that in your mind um but yeah I mean we've all been there we blind me you know especially with with children and whatnot you know after a after a bad night you feel like a bit of wet lettuce, don't you you know you just sort of feel really um emotional if you, you can't think straight you don't work productively you know you just feel you eat more carbs, you know. You, you're just chewing down the, the, the donuts as fast yes. as you can get your hands on them, <laughs> you know. And we've, all, everybody has been there and done that, but you know, and so you can relate to. The, how sleep impacts absolutely every part of your health
0: so it's a bit of a snowball then really isn't it if you're if so like you say you have one or two nights yeah. sleep and then you're starting to feel rubbish and then you start to get anxious about the next night's sleep
1: absolutely yeah absolutely yes. and this is this is you know uh, this is this is where the anxiety side of things really kicks in you know um, <laughs> so
0: sleep and anxiety yeah
1: so if you imagine that there is a bear at the door of your bedroom Mm -hmm. are you going to fall to sleep Mm. probably
0: not no the
1: majority of people are not going to fall asleep no and basically that is a self protective mechanism is is you know it's, it's a natural mechanism that the body has to say it is just too dangerous to go to sleep yeah and that's exactly what happens with anxiety mm. you know so anxiety is the, physically is the same response as that bear yeah so you've got your adrenaline hormone whizzing up mm-hmm. you've got your stress hormone whizzing up mm-hmm. and that switches off your sleep mechanism mm-hmm. so uh, you can be absolutely completely exhausted, but you will definitely not sleep because your brain is saying it is way, way, way too dangerous to sleep. So that's what anxiety is. So it's about trying to monitor and reduce that anxiety so that you reduce the impact
0: of the bear at the door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So it's kind of like Almost like our evolutionary response. Totally, completely. Except exactly
1: the bear the isn't same. there. The bear's not there. But that you know But your you, body it, thinks it is. It body thinks it is. But, you know, you could say that the bear was there from the point of view that if you have loads and loads of stress going on, yeah. then you it's a case of reframing that bear. So it turns into, you know, that stress might still be there. You might still be worried about your job. You might yeah. be still be worried about your circumstances, whatever it is. You know, so it's about reframing that that stress so it ceases to become a grizzly bear and you move it on to Paddington bear.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah? So the bear is still you've still got that stress going on, you've still got you're still worried about your job, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, but you just learn how to manage that stress so it doesn't impact on your sleep quite so much. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense, yeah. It does make sense. So how do we do that then? How do we reframe that that bear indeed right reframing a bear who'd have thought huh <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about sleeping and just listen to this no, podcast we're, now a bear. we're
1: thinking we're re- reframing bears <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so how do we reframe a bear we change that then so it's basically then at night your brain is notoriously unreliable about thinking problems through mm, yes okay The reason being, and there is very good reason for this, the frontal cortex of your brain, which is your sensible, problem-solving part of your brain, Mm -hmm. is being very sensible, and it's tucked up fast asleep Mm -hmm. and offline. Right. Where, as your fear centre and your emotional centre, they are having a party. They are wide awake and partying. Mm -hmm. And so... Any decision, any thought process that you go through at night is going to be influenced by anxiety Mm -hmm. and fear and emotion. Mm -hmm. So much so that you can even get to the situation where you just think, oh my goodness, I've left the washing on the line at two in the morning Mm -hmm. and the world is going to come to an end because I've left the washing on it. You know, ridiculous. Absolutely. You wake up in the morning, don't you? And think... What on earth was I thinking? Yeah. That's stupid. That's yeah. mad. So that is why. Now, if you can tell yourself and remind yourself, this is not thinking time. Okay, mm. the night time is not thinking time. The daytime is thinking time. When your frontal cortex, which is the rational, sensible bit of your brain, is going to help you make a sensible decision. Mm-hmm. And this is where you can do things like scheduled worry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and this is the sort of thing that you've got in your worry tree resources, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. This is exactly where worry tree Mm. is just so, so useful because Mm. exactly
0: what it's it's there for. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's for that scheduled, I'm gonna do this, then absolutely yeah absolutely
1: and so if you can imagine you you are downloading your worry by using the worry tree app Mm -hmm. by using all those resources and just thinking okay i am going to worry now Mm -hmm. when i can you know i'm going to think about this problem now and so that when you get into your bed Mm -hmm. and your crazy hippocampus brain you know tells you that you need to worry about it now you think no 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 it's fine it's okay I'm worrying about it in the day. Yeah. I do not need to worry about it now. Yeah. I am going to actually take it off. Yeah. You know, I'm going to remove it. Yeah. And I am not, this is not thinking time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's being very, very, very proactive. Um, And it takes practice. Yeah. It takes a lot of practice. So practice in the day Mm -hmm. because your brain doesn't like new things at night. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So practice that in the day. Practice, you know, use all your worry tree app to, to just sort of segment things yeah. into a time where you are actually going to think about it. Yeah. And then you will tell yourself at night, I can put that on my list of things to worry about tomorrow. That's mm. fine. Mm. You know, and I have a you know pen and paper next to my bed. And if I suddenly wake up and think, oh, my goodness, gosh, I'm going to forget this. I will just jot it down. Yeah. And then I I can leave it, you know. And yeah. if you put your mind to bed before your body, yeah, you know, really, really, really key,
0: yeah, to actually um, separating your worry time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose you can kind of do that with a bit of compassion for yourself, can't you? You yeah. can kind of go, gosh, yeah. You know, so if, so I wake up at three o'clock in the morning because yeah. something's moved or something's yeah, awoken yeah. me. Yeah, and straight away that half past two, three o'clock time is just oh my gosh, what if this happens, what about this, what about that, and indeed, it's just indeed. just overwhelming. brain mm. kind of mm. going for it, and Absolutely. it's all of the irrational stuff at 3 o'clock in the morning. Of course, and that
1: is because your irrational brain is yeah. having a party. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk quickly, if we can, mm. about why you do wake up at that time. Ooh, yes, Because please. it is a very, very common physiological time to wake up. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. This is because your cortisol, which is your stress hormone, yeah. is decreasing during the early part of the night, Right. but just about three o'clock in the morning, it is pre- it's just a little surge to increase mm-hmm. so that it's pre- preparing your body to wake for the day right so your blood pressure goes up your blood sugar goes up for a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's just a little tweak of just thinking right come on you know in a couple of hours time you're going to need to get going Coupled with a change in sleep cycles, So you start dreaming more at that time of the night. Right. And it's much easier to wake you in your dream sleep than it is in your deep sleep, which is the beginning of the night. Okay, yeah. So you get this sort of double whammy, really. You get an increase in cortisol, a change in sleep cycle patterns. And also your need for sleep has actually reduced by that stage because you've had a good few hours already haven't you Mm. no yeah you hope you have
0: yes Uh, if you haven't come see me yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: um yeah so it it is it's sort of that a sort of a triangle really of of reasons of why you would suddenly wake up at that time so it it is actually quite important to get all your winding down done first Mm. because If your stress hormone is high, Mm. if you're going through a really, really stressful time, Mm. your stress hormone is gonna be high earlier on in the night. Mm. And so
0: that tiny little tweak will just tip it even higher. Gosh. Does that make sense? It does. And that's so interesting. So so the sort of half past two, three o'clock in the morning waking is really common. Totally normal. It's because physiologically you're Absolutely. starting to kick in for the day. Absolutely. And actually for me, just knowing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. means yeah. that I can, if I do wake up at yeah. half past two, three o'clock, yeah. I can think, it's okay. Absolutely. This is normal. Body's starting to kick in. Yeah. This is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those thoughts that start to race, just mm-hmm. saying to myself, you know, it's okay, Louise. This is just normal. Absolutely. Your thoughts are starting to race, but you know actually this isn't thinking time because yeah. my brain isn't at its best for Absolutely. thinking right now. But I'll I'll pick it up in the morning. Exactly. And that can be enough to just sort of that can that can right. be enough. The other the other thing
1: too to bear in mind is that you your your sleep cycle sort of changes every hour and a half to two hours. Right. And so. So at the end of the sleep cycle, you're going to um, wake. Mm -hmm. And so you will wake at least six, seven times every night. Oh, really? Right. Without even being aware of it. Right. So the other thing to to bear in mind is when you do wake, you don't think, oh, I've woken. You Mm. know, because so many of my clients say, I keep waking up. I keep waking up at night. You will. You will. And you will never change that. Everybody does. Everybody does. Everybody does all of the time. That's totally normal. The difference is that normal, in inverted commas, sleepers or good sleepers, whatever you want to call them, will just roll over and go back to sleep. Whereas... People who sleep less well mm-hmm. will suddenly think, oh, "I've woken! Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! Here we go!" Yeah, and then obviously the cycle of stress sort of really kicks in. Yeah. So uh, waking in the night is okay. Hold on, yeah. you know, and that's the other thing to tell yourself at three in the morning: this is all normal. This is absolutely fine. I am warm. I'm safe uncomfortable. Mm. I'm going to just fall back to sleep. Mm. And if you can fall back to sleep within 10-15 minutes, that's all great. If you can't, get up, move out of the room and don't sit there for ages fretting about getting back to sleep. Right. Because you build that association with being awake in bed. Ah, okay. Yeah. And our brains are so good at Associations. They, if if I showed you a picture of a fir tree with some lights on it, yeah, you, what would you Christmas think? Christmas tree. You'd think Christmas tree, yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. So we just, we are so good at associating stuff. And again, if you are repeatedly in your bed awake, your brain is going to get into bed and think, right, what's she going to do? Mm-hmm. Is she going to be awake? Is she going to be asleep? Yeah. What's she going to do? I'm not sure. So, But what you want is that connection, is the only thing that you're going to do is sleep. Yeah. That's, that's you know, so cutting out television, mm. screens, all the rest of the stuff during the, you know, Previously to that, otherwise yeah. it thinks, oh, she might be, she might go on her phone for a minute. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. But you want to narrow that option, yeah. the, the drop down yeah. list yeah. Yeah. down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, sorry, sleep is happening in this bed. That's yeah. all that's happening. So, yeah. So, if you're, so you wake up, your mind's racing, you don't feel like you're going to go back to sleep anytime soon. Get, get up, up, get out, move out. Yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Go and do something
1: else. Yeah, just just go downstairs, move out of the room. Just or if you don't, if you if you're in one bedroom and you can't move out. Yeah, just um move, sit in a chair for a minute. Just, yeah. just disassociate yourself from your bed. Yeah, or just sort of sit on the end of your bed if you've got nowhere else yeah. to sit. Yeah. Um, and just break that association with being awake. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, just, just go back to bed when you're feeling a little bit more sleepy, maybe half an hour later, don't spend hours downstairs. No, but, you know. Just half an hour
0: or so and just, just think right, I'll have another go. Yeah. And just see how you how you feel. Okay. Amazing. Thank you, Joe. And so another question that we had for you was around Excessive sleep and whether that can actually increase Mm. anxiety, which Mm. is a really interesting one. It is a very interesting Mm. one actually. Excessive
1: sleep is a almost always a symptom of something else. Oh, okay. So um it's either there are sleep disorders, there's 81 sleep disorders to choose from. Wow, okay. Um, And hypersomnolence, which is the name for sleeping too much, Mm -hmm. is one of them. And there's a whole range of different sleep disorders that that will, um, yeah, that that would cause that. So that is something that's worth looking into in a bit more detail. Mm -hmm. Um, Sleeping too much doesn't cause anxiety. Right. But um, it, it is quite often a key feature of depression,
0: really right yeah
1: yeah so it could be so there there's another reason for that for sleeping too much yeah so whatever it, and this is where it's really important to actually pinpoint the
0: reason mm. rather than just leave it you yeah. know yeah yeah because and so if you um seek support for managing depression for example for indeed the, for the kind of root cause of that indeed. then that can help with the absolutely o- excessive oversleeping yeah really? yeah
1: yeah okay absolutely and also it, it, it's sometimes it's the quality of your sleep because you can sleep for a very very long time mm. and still feel absolutely exhausted mm-hmm. um now there's plenty of sleep disorders that will make that happen which Mm. we won't need to go into details now but you know it it is worth checking out that if you've got really unrefreshing sleep Mm -hmm. again there is a reason for that yeah you know there's a a, and whether that's a physical reason whether that's a a sort of an emotional reason i mean every single mental health disorder has got a sort of an element of sleep disturbance with it Mm -hmm. so it could be an emotional sort of difficulty but it also could be a physical difficulty and 50% 50% of people with depression have actually got one of the sleep disorders that okay. are undiagnosed. Wow, okay.
0: Really really important to get that checked out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Um I was going to ask you something then. In terms so um you hear a lot don't you that, you know, everybody needs 8 hours sleep a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true or is there actually a spectrum of that's well a, some people don't need that. Yeah. Some people need more than that. Is there is it different per yeah. individual? What shoe size do you take? Or
1: you may not You may not want to say. You know, so it's five and a half-ish, depending okay. on the shop. Okay. Depends on the shop. Exactly. Yeah. I don't take five and a half. Yeah. I take four and a half or five. Everybody has got um, one shoe, one foot's bigger than another. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah yes. exactly. <laughs> really annoying. Um, but yeah. Everybody's sleep need is different, right? And there is no one size fits all. Mm-hmm. There is no it. It just doesn't. It just doesn't happen. So yeah, uh, and also you know, if you've climbed Everest one during the day, mm-hmm. your sleep need is going to be pretty pretty high. I would say yes. If you've sat on the sofa watching Netflix yeah. for most of the the day. Your sleep need is not going to be the same as your Everest day. No. So the fact we do, we don't need the same amount of sleep all the time, and, and that's where a lot of the, the media sort of say, you need to go to bed at the same time every day. Mm. Why? Mm. You, absolutely not. Yeah. If you, you know, if you've had a really lazy day yeah. and you go to bed at the same time, yeah. you're not going to get to sleep. Yeah. So you're going to get there and you're going to think, Oh heck, what's going on? I'm not sleeping. Oh my goodness, I've got a sleep problem. No, you haven't you haven't built your sleep drive. you don't need that you don't need to be in bed at that time. right So you know yeah, your sleep need changes all of the time. So, Just as every day is different,
0: so is every night. Okay, so different people need different amounts of sleep yeah, but then yeah, also yeah. as an individual you'll need different amounts of sleep absolutely. depending on what you've been doing. absolutely. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. There's a lot around actually, just sort of um, kind of being kind to yourself about it. Then isn't yeah. there? And I think maybe we get ourselves into a pattern exactly. of not being able to sleep because we think. I oh, know. I do it. Yeah. A couple of bad nights sleep, and I we'll think, oh gosh, I've not yeah, had enough yeah, sleep. Yeah. This is a pattern. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then it's like a snowball of anxiety, which is then Absolutely. keeping you awake even more. Indeed. So just practicing a bit of it's okay. This absolutely is normal. Fine. I am normal.
1: The the other thing to bear in mind with that as well is that we tend to think gosh I'm I'm sleeping really badly. I need to have a really early, early night. Yes. No. Early nights are stuff of the devil. They right. are just they are just do not do Don't do, er, it. do not do early nights. But basically if you I, I do like an analogy.
0: <laughs>
1: I hope that's all right. That's absolutely fine. We would like right. an analogy. Think about a balloon. Yeah. Okay, so you've got a balloon in your mind. Mm -hmm. First thing in the morning, you have got a deflated, flabby little balloon. Mm -hmm. And everything that you do throughout your day goes to inflate that balloon. Right. Okay? Yeah. Now, you need to build, inflate that balloon until it's absolutely, completely bursting. Mm -hmm. And then you can get to sleep and you will stay asleep that's called your sleep drive okay okay? if you go to bed when your balloon is half empty Mm -hmm. you'll get to sleep but you won't stay asleep Ah. because your sleep drive your need for sleep yeah is just not high enough yeah so you just you just will not sleep sleep Sleep's a bit brutal in that it's not it, it won't come if it doesn't if you don't need it. It's yeah. just it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, it won't just think it oh she likes a bit of extra sleep. I'll just stay asleep for a bit. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. So if you don't need it, it will not happen. Right. Okay. So if you if your your balloon is deflated and flabby mm-hmm. and you've had the massive lion the day before, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got actually less time during the day to blow up that balloon. Yeah. And so that next night that you go to sleep, you will really struggle to get Ah, to sleep. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll get into bed and you'll think, oh, heck, I'm not sleeping. Oh, my goodness. Here I go. Yeah. I'm developing a sleep problem. Yeah. This is awful. Yeah. 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 So just build your sleep drive. Only go to bed when you are Absolutely completely dropping. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So only go to bed when your balloon is fit to burst. Yeah. And if you have a nap during the daytime, mm. what's gonna happen to your balloon? You're gonna yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You just lovely that it is. And yeah. you know, I do like a nap and I'm you know, I would never not don't say never, but if you're having problems sleeping at night, yeah, then napping is napping is a disaster. Yeah, napping is like eating a donut before a meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah? you have just absolutely shrunk your sleep drive. You've shrunk your balloon right down, mm-hmm. and so you know it's you've just made it so much harder for your yeah. body to get to sleep the next night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So, is there anything else that we can do then or should be doing to sort of support us in getting a good night's sleep? W- what other things can we do? Are there strategies for. Yeah. Okay. Think back to think of, think of your balloon, okay? <coughs> stick, stick with that lovely balloon.
1: <laughs> is basically wake up. This is really boring, and I I'm, I'm do apologize. I'm going to lose. People will switch off at this point. But waking up at the same time every day, whether it be weekend, whether it be holiday time, Mm -hmm. whatever, that is going to give you the same amount of time for blowing up your balloon, okay? So it's anchoring your wake time, Mm -hmm. and then your body starts to expect sleep at night. Mm -hmm. Now, if you sleep well all of the time, just don't worry about it. You mm. know, just carry on with your lines and carry on exactly as you are because your sleep is is fine. Yeah. If you are having a problem sleeping yeah. for a couple of weeks, just hold tight and anchor your wake time. Wake at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. Get out into the morning light.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or get yourself a daylight lamp. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really important. And then go to bed only when you are sleepy.
0: So actually a lot of what we can do to help our sleep is in the morning. Totally. It's it's sleep not in st- the evening. Totally. Mm. Sleep starts in the morning. Yeah. Sleep starts in the morning. Sleep is a 24-hour process. Yeah. It is nothing to do with just what happens at night. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Does that apply? I'm guessing that applies, Joe, to children as well in terms oh, of 100. Because we talk a lot about um, supporting children going to yeah. bed with the bedtime routine, yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah. actually getting them yeah, up in yeah, the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, then. absolutely. Yeah. Teenagers are a wee bit different in the sense that teenagers have shifted their body clocks, mm-hmm. um, and so teenagers are night owls, mm-hmm. and so they will not get to bed early. They can't, no. you know. So you can say, look, you should be in bed early. What are you doing? You know, you, all the rest of it. It will not happen. They can't go to sleep. Mm. It's, it's, an, it's a biological thing. Yeah. So they need to go to bed later, but they also need to wake up later. Mm. And this is where it's really hard for our teenagers because that is not fitting in with school. No, absolutely. So during the summer, yeah, you know, people... A lot of the, a lot of teenagers actually slept better in the lockdown.
0: Really, because, because they, they, could... they
1: were allowed to sort of carry on. They fitted in with their body clock. Yeah, you know. And s- same with night owls. Anybody who's a night owl yeah. probably got was better. Cause yeah, they could just shift their work pattern a bit later. Yeah, and got up later, and that's all good. Right. But we're beastly to, to poor old night owls. Mm. You know, they have a really hard time because mm. they they cannot get to sleep till late. But we're making them get up at the crack of dawn. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, so they're our the sleep-deprived population. They're yeah. the people who really, really struggle. Yeah. So if you are a night owl and you have, you know, it's it's tough. Yeah. It's really, really tough. So, you know, you have to be a little bit more flexible, perhaps, with night owls, you know. But, you know, in the holidays times, if they can get up later but within a similar sort of time Mm. it's when you have these huge changes these Mm. enormous changes where at the weekend you'll sleep until midday and then you know at the weekday you've got to get up at six you know it's it's when you get this massive change that's when you start to run into trouble okay okay
0: that's really helpful, Jo. Thank you. Especially <laughs> as a parent of or a step yeah, yeah, parent parent yeah. of teenagers. Yeah. Um, when yes, you know all about lions on Saturdays Absolutely. and Sundays and weekends. So, yeah. Yeah, it's but interesting. It's,
1: these kids are not being difficult. Yeah. When they say that they can't sleep, they cannot. Yeah. You know, and so if you're going to bed too early, you know, you're effectively sort of saying, well, you almost develop insomnia because you just sort of because they're sitting in bed thinking, "Well, I can't sleep." I can't sleep. Oh, my goodness, I can't sleep. No, you can't sleep. That's okay. Get up, it's fine. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Do something, you know, diddle about. Not in your bedroom. Yeah. But somewhere
0: else. Yeah. yeah? Because your bedroom is only for sleep. Gosh, okay. Thank you, (laughs) Joe. So um, that's been all really interesting and helpful. And I suppose what I want to do to just kind of sum it up then. Sure. Is if there's like one thing that we can all kind of take away to help with our sleep, one thing that you want people to sort of remember and and do, Mm -hmm. what would that be? Am I...
1: Does it have to be one? Can I have a couple? All right, you can (laughs) have two, but don't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) we're not saying. Um, Basically, firstly, don't worry about your sleep. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about not sleeping sometimes. That is totally, completely normal. Um... The next thing is get into the morning light. And this is something that we, in the winter, um, and when we're all off to work, we're off to school, our exposure to light is so, so diminished. It's, you know, we're hardly exposing ourselves to light at all. Mm. And light is the trigger for good sleep. Mm -hmm. It will switch on, uh, switch off your sleep hormone and switch on your body clock properly and right. so if you get a daylight lamp mm-hmm. and this is where daylight lamps are so good for teenagers you can just literally shine it and take your glasses off or, you know if you mm-hmm. wear glasses or contact lenses take mm-hmm. those off and just sit in 20 minutes in front of a daylight lamp mm-hmm. or be outside for 20 minutes and that will do you absolute wonders for your sleep amazing yeah okay
0: Thank you. I have a um, a daylight alarm clock yeah, that wakes lovely. me up over half an hour. lovely. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's one of it's the best gorgeous. things. It's gorgeous. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Such a lovely,
1: j- proper way of waking up, mm. isn't it? Yeah. You know, because you're waking up with your natural sleep cycle yeah. rather than, you know, horrible noise that's going to put your blood exactly. pressure on. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. whole yeah. jolt. Absolutely. So yeah. stressed out. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Brill.
0: Thank you, Joe. So, if um, somebody wants to get in touch with you, sure. where can they find you best?
1: Yeah, well, I am Wysleep.co.uk online. Um, if they want to email me, I'm ysleep at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook. Um, all of those things. Just put in in Wysleep, and that's W Y E
0: um, sleep. Brilliant. So, yeah. Hopefully you can find me there. Fantastic! Thank you so much, Joe. It's been a real pleasure, and just so much helpful information as well. So wow. um, well done to the been... Worry Tree. It's awesome. Thank you, you very much. Absolutely
1: fantastic. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I do my best to promote it everywhere I can. Oh, bless you! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you
0: so much. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Uh, it's been lovely. Thank you.